1: plushcare.com slash weightloss. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Progress at Liverpool, regardless of final fixture, by Trevor Downey. Let's get something absolutely clear from the off, friends. Whether Liverpool beat Middlesbrough and secure a Champions League playoff or not, there has been obvious, demonstrable progress under Jurgen Klopp this season. Now, This really shouldn't need saying, but the fickle and pugnacious nature of many of our fans makes it important to nail your colours to the mast on any areas of potential conflict. Heaven forbid that one might not be comically extreme on every position. It seems to be de rigueur to be entrenched and furious about every decision the club makes. There are times when LFC phone-ins and social media seem to be solely populated by outraged Alex Jones clones frothing rabidly about the issue of the day normally as a comparatively measured chap i abhor joining in this screeching rancorous civil war beloved of so many who purport to share an affinity for liverpool football club it always seems like such a boring kind of hysteria such a fruitless investment of one's energy the impotent raging against something one cannot hope to influence on the issue of progress however i bow to no man woman or keyboard warrior things are getting better. You can throw stats at me until Charlie Adams' cup final penalty eventually comes down from the sky, and I will not waver. Klopp's 2017 Liverpool, even if it has stumbled unforgivably this season, is on the up. When it comes to Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool, however, everybody's a critic. Professional curmudgeon and controversy enthusiast Eamon Dunphy, writing in the Irish Daily Star today, said that the Red Men need to start thinking and acting like a big club again. His thesis is that Liverpool's owners must back their manager in the transfer market, assuming the objective of top-tier European competition is attained. The Liverpool squad needs to be strengthened significantly, insisted the cadaverous ex-Manchester United and Millwall grunt. They need a goalkeeper, at least one centre-half, a left-back, a central midfielder, a winger and probably two strikers. And they need players of Champions League quality in those positions. They won't be easy to find as a host of top clubs will be going into the market, but if Liverpool are prepared to spend big on wages as well as on transfer fees, they can attract quality as the club is a global brand. Tougher tests are coming down the track, but Liverpool have a chance now to make a big statement about where they want to go. Not many would argue with that patently obvious take on the Anfield squad situation, but when the grizzle pundit cites the happy-clappy image of the German coach, and speculates that it could be wearing thin with the players when things aren't going well, he is straying into the kind of territory that seems gratuitously insulting and indulgently subjective. In other words, exactly the kind of thing that some Liverpool fans have been whining at each other about all season. Some folk, it seems, feed on conflict, and these misery vampires are all too prevalent. For this reason, it was especially gratifying for those of us inclined to mind the best from life when Daniel Sturridge started and scored on Sunday. His goal was exactly the kind of thing we love about the player. Clinical, clever and effortlessly classy. The Sturridge situation is complex and endlessly frustrating. But the player's brilliance has never been up for debate amongst those of a rational nature. The Rage Chorus is currently engaged in bile-soaked speculation about the wriggly-armed hitman but many of us were just supremely relieved and heartened to see the player do what he does best. The manager has shown faith in me, and we have a good relationship as well, Sturridge insisted. The fans have been different class. I don't have any worries about next season. I'm looking forward to this last game. We need the three points, of course, and then we'll be in the Champions League. These are things I guess you don't train on very much when you're one-on-one. You don't really get Manny with that much time, anyway. I felt sharp. I'm glad to be starting and to be providing some chances for the boys as well, and it's a great victory for us. After the match, Klopp, who recently promoted the Reds' participation in the summer's Audi Cup in hologram form, was understandably pleased with his charges and took some satisfaction in the player's ability to handle pressure. He told the media that the immediate dressing room reaction was, one more time, one more game which indicates that nobody at the club is expecting or relying on any favours from David Moyes or Ronald Koeman. This is probably a very wise course of action. Another smart move might be for the manager to go with a similarly attacking line-up against Middlesbrough. Certainly his neighbour and hug buddy Adam Lalana seemed to suggest that the choice of personnel imbued the team with a sense of confidence. It was a very calm atmosphere actually, the talented attacker told LiverpoolFC.com. People were obviously talking about the pressure with the results on Saturday, but I felt very calm in the warm-up and in the dressing room. I felt the balance was right, and we didn't have to put too much pressure on ourselves. You only have to look at the team sheet, and it had goals, creative players, it had everything really. And I felt we trusted that. We trusted our ability. A moderately clever French bloke called Voltaire once said that appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. Lalana was able to see what was admirable in his teammates and it gave him confidence. Ahead of the make or break fixture at Anfield next Sunday, Liverpool fans could try the same approach. The points tally, the peaks of performance when they've come, the overall standard of the personnel and the results against the very best sides are all evidence of progress. Needless to say, we'd all be that much more appreciative if those things were on display in the very finest European venues next season. What a treat it was to see the lineup on uh, Sunday, and to anticipate what it might do, and then to see it do it um, with Phil in the deep line playmaker role, with Lalana um, trying to pull strings ahead of him, with Emray and Ginny doing what they do quite well for the most part. Although again, I thought White Album was quite quiet, uh, certainly for the first half. It was brilliant to see, but of course. When you've got two front men ahead of that, it just makes the whole thing that much more exciting. And it really was just wonderful to see that. I, I, I got such a buzz watching that, even just the graphic before the match started and to see those, that personnel, to see it line up like that, and then to see them go ahead and play that way. Uh, I think the start of the second half was like a real throwback to the good days that we had on such a regular basis pre-Christmas. And you know it was notable that there was that high energy and um, that had been missing for so long so after all the talk about four and three and two cup finals now we're down to one and we're still as nervous as we were before all that talk about cup finals started all that guff, because it's still the last game and we still need to do a thing to get it over the line realistically we can't rely on anything else we have to rely on that and realistically as well probably relying on that just means if we're going to get it if we get it it'll still be just a playoff which is not wonderful um but it is something and it is progress and that's what the theme of this piece was today and i would absolutely like i said in the piece bow to nobody on that i understand uh, statistics i'm as disappointed as anyone that we apparently threw away the league i get it i genuinely do but for me it's not even up for grabs the progress is tangible and real the disappointment tempers all of that of course but you do have to take a sort of a, a step back and look at the thing overall and we're into 73 points and another three would just be wonderful and probably would have come close to winning you the league on on a couple of occasions and that's just inarguable that's progress that's what this is all about that's what Jurgen Klopp is bringing to this club for all the moaning and all the whinging and all the whining and another transfer window and another raft of decent footballers will see further progress and I just hope that for all the sort of uh i want it now kind of thing that's crept into the fan base and i understand that because it does feel we threw it away i hope people stay patient just for that next season because that is the make or break one for me and always was going to be and i think there's real signs that we can have a level of expectation next season and not be too nervous that it won't be met Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com.